Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of the Second Floor Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kenny Buller, with the one and only Amit Kenwar. Today, we're going to talk about Amit's co-founding project that he just launched called Empty My Closet. Before we start and hear some wise wisdom and some great advice from Amit, I'm going to mention a couple of our sponsors. First of all, one of our favorite sponsors is Al Centro, which is the exact location we're sitting in today. We actually just finished our first live podcast recently in this very location, and we are super thankful and happy that we could come back to this place to continue shooting great episodes, such as Amit's one today. <laughs> Secondly, our next sponsor is Q Films. Honestly, without these guys, we would not even be able to have the opportunity to put these video podcasts out there. So if anyone out there is looking at any video advertising uh, for your business, for your startup, for your wedding, for an event that you're doing, Q Films, hit them up at Q Films on Instagram, Facebook, hit up Omid Kaderi. He is the founder of this project and he'll be able to give you some good rates. Thirdly, last but not least, we have Laser Shear and Acne Clinic. For anyone out there who has some acne scars that you're trying to get rid of or skin tightening or you just want to beautify yourself, treat yourself a little bit, hit up Laser Shear and Acne Clinic in West Edmonton Mall for all your hair removal needs, for all your skin rejuvenation, you name it. There's doctors on site as well to prescribe you any specific medication that you need that is medically related to acne treatments. Those are our sponsors. If you want any sponsorship inquiries, hit up myself or hit up Omid, and we'll talk about you guys on the podcast. Now for our introduction with Amit. Ladies and gentlemen, Amit Kenwar is the co-founder of Empty My Closet. This is a project that him and his wife have been working on for closely to about a year and a half. So I'm actually super excited to us talk about you know, building up something that takes that long before actually putting it out there. Empty My Closet actually just got launched on July 1st, and what they really do is they're essentially building the bridge between somebody who is no longer wanting their clothes anymore, between somebody else who looks at those clothes like a hot commodity, and that matches their style and they want it. So what I love about this concept is Empty My Closet allows for somebody who wants to get rid of their items in their closet. Empty My Closet can go to the person's house or they can arrange an appointment where they take those clothes and they end up putting them to the website or to the hub in which they're promoting these clothes and they allow for certain buyers who are interested in purchasing them on a global scale. So this is something that's not just based in our city in Edmonton. This is something that Amit and his wife, Nana, are planning to launch across the globe. And that is only, I believe, one out of the three pillars they focus on. That's right. How did I do? Ah, great. Yeah, you did wonderful. Nice to to be here, so. Thank Thank you, you. I appreciate that, Amit. So why don't we start off, Amit, in talking about why you started empty my closet what is it that led you to it because i already can tell you're a very fashionable guy <laughs> and i want to know what else is the reason why you started it yeah absolutely so uh you know uh since i've grown up i've uh, really enjoyed fashion myself and uh this little idea actually triggered from nana uh nana and i were um hanging out uh, in her bedroom and uh one day uh her, her mom was along with her and she she was going through a closet and uh we've been Married for about a year now, a year and a half, and uh, Nana goes, I don't know what to do with all these clothes. I, I've worn them already. Um, people have seen them, me in them, and uh, uh, her mom goes, uh, you know, 
well, you can wear them again. Why can't you? And she's like, no. She's like, I, I, I want something else. I, I want to get some new stuff. And that idea, I was like, well, why can't we, if there's consignment out there for, for other industries, why can't there be one for East Indian wear? Yeah. Uh, why can't there be one for men's suits? And uh, in doing so, we started to do some research. And this idea, I shared it with Nana. And she thought this might be something that we could actually um, make and cut, um, bring it to fruition. Yeah. And uh, in doing so, we did our research and we started uh, working on what this concept, we didn't even have the, the name then, but uh, what this concept could possibly grow into. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, it's, it's been about a year and a half in progression. And uh, in doing so, uh, we looked at current or we looked at past projects that people had tried to do with this and, and the reasons why they weren't successful, the reasons why they failed and uh, looked at what the gaps were and mm-hmm. tried to, to figure out how we could accommodate that so the customer would be able to get a better experience. Of course. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the initial start of Empty My Closet. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, letting it simmer in your head, a lot of yeah. just thinking about it day in, day out, even while you're working and, and doing other things. Oh, of um, that was in the forefront of our minds and just trying to understand where we can take this idea and how can we make it real. Definitely. Um, so we're very excited about it. I know it's uh, it's only been a couple of weeks in, yeah. uh, getting a lot of traction, getting a lot of insight, questions, and totally. uh, it's keeping us busy. So. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I, I know earlier you mentioned before we went live there, Amit, about uh, the three pillars that you guys heavily focus on with Empty My Closet. Uh, I'm not too sure if I mentioned one or two out of the three. What are the other components that make Empty My Closet? Uh, yeah, so I can go over and, and cover those again. Uh, the three pillars that we do focus on are buy, sell, and boutiques. Mm-hmm. So uh, one aspect is we want people to look within their closets and anything that's more still in trend, uh, is, in a f- is a few years old, mm-hmm. but you've worn it a few times, however, you have no use for it anymore. Yeah. Uh, there is a market out there where people are willing to purchase these items, right? So we're a luxury consignment store. Yeah. We're not looking to be selling things at you know twenty dollars an item. We're looking so. at a little bit more than that. It's good for everybody to know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, right. So we're looking at items that um, are branded, uh, East Indian wear that is still relevant within the industry right now. We we, mm-hmm. we really want people to grasp onto that and understand why empty my closet out there. If you mm-hmm. go to the website, you'll see it's not it's not just a, a um, buy and sell consignment platform. You're really getting a. a look and feel that's luxurious you're not yeah. getting this you're you're being represented with a brand nice. that really does care I like that. um so that's one aspect right we want you to sell uh selling is very easy for people mm-hmm. uh they can sell them via our ups courier so mm-hmm. all you have to do is go through the application process once you're approved box your items and you can either get them to pick it up from your house yeah. or drop it off at a ups store and it'll come oh, right nice. to us nice. um, we'll do all the valuation we have experts behind us yeah. that uh, handle everything from um, finalizing evaluation your yeah. commission rates wow. and then we post everything in your closet yeah. so um, then just to add to that then a customer amit doesn't even necessarily need to think about how much they're going to quantify the item for no not at all we want it we want to do everything for yeah. them we want to make easy it form. easy because even if I was put in that position. What I would want to do is, hey, I don't want to think about it. I just don't want these items. Yeah. You tell me, can I sell them? Right? And we tell them, yes, we, you can sell these items. Yeah. You know what? We're, we're not accepting these ones. Yeah. Uh, please send four out of the six. Oh, okay. And uh, in doing so, what we've done, we've noticed already in the first couple of weeks, is people are, are really catching on to that. And, and they appreciate the fact that we're letting them know that, you know, um, selling 
these items have value and these ones don't. Okay, maybe I, that person can then donate them or, or you know, pass them on to somebody else yeah. if they don't longer want to use them. So um, you get value out of your closet. I, I think that's that's what we really love about it is your closet is is not only just for yourself, but mm -hmm. you're trying to make it so that's accessible online. Yeah, of course. And and that's what we've done. That's so everybody neat. has. So Kenny, you you'll have your closet. I have mine. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Nana has hers, and, yeah. and there's so many others. And you, it's a community that we're trying to create yeah. where people can follow one another. Um, you can you can share each other's closets. I like that. Yeah. Really try to build that community out so totally. it becomes a global. Entity. That's amazing. And you know what's so neat? Like my my mind there goes to places where. You know, I feel like specifically with, with women, they do this, right? Like whenever I see Guggen, my girlfriend, yeah. she wants to go out. And I, I see even my cousins doing this grow up. They'll text the other cousins and be like, what are you wearing tonight? And they'll yeah. be like, okay, well, I want to make sure what I'm wearing is, is reflecting what you're wearing, right? Especially at Indian parties, right? right? Like of you course. don't want to be the only one wearing like the jeans and the shirt. Everyone else is wearing saris, right? But, yeah. So what's neat is do you also think, Amit, how empty my closet can be like an awareness to other people where it's like, okay, well, let's see what's in so-and-so's closet. Even if it's one, just to see what they're gonna end up wearing on yeah. a particular night. Or even two, it's like, okay, well, I really like this person. Locally, I'm a big fan. Or even in the world, like you could actually see what, uh, let's say, Rihanna is wearing, what's in her closet. Oh, yeah. And then you could do your best to reflect those same type Absolutely. of clothing. Absolutely, so right? that's that's something that can, uh, that we're looking into later in the future. Yeah, there's so many um, ideas. Because we are, we're actually trying to collaborate. Um, we're in the in the process of collaborating with a few influencers right now. Nice. Um, we really want that to become a big portion of Empty My Closet because awesome. there's so many people out there that um, do have a following and people yeah. want to follow them because they idolize them. They look up to them and they want them to show them what they what they have. Right? Absolutely. So um, uh, Nana, of course, is, is an influencer out there, but uh, we have a few others that are, are in the works. And uh, yeah, we want that aspect to grow because if you think about it, uh, people like to follow trends. People yeah. like to follow follow what others are, are wearing. Um, but then they also lead by example, right? So you got leaders, you got followers, and both to collaborate together. Yeah. And this is what really helps empty my closet um, in that aspect, especially mm -hmm. from the fashion side, Absolutely. right? So you're gonna get people, somebody like me, I could go to another closet and be like, yo, like I've never seen um, this type of look before, yeah. but I might want to try that. So why not? Let's 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 buy that right now, and like that. and I'll try that. Right? It's low cost to you, yeah. um, and you're not paying that that up end price that uh, that would be out in the retail market. Exactly. So that's that's one of the benefits of yeah. uh, of buying with into my closet as well. Definitely. So sell and buy are two key pillars, yep, the two. and then the third one, uh, which we are very excited about, is the boutique pillar. So boutiques, what we're trying to do is right now. If you put yourself on Instagram or Facebook, uh, you realize that um, if you're trying to get exposure or traction, it's very difficult to do. Yeah. Um, even with those shop now buttons. Yeah, yeah. Um, even with uh, you know selling a brand, um, it, it's a lot of hard work. Definitely. Um, what we have done is in Empty My Closet, we've actually created a segue for. Mm -hmm. Boutiques to join us yeah. um, for a low-cost option. Mm -hmm. It's a subscription service, and uh, we only take a small processing fee of two yeah. percent uh, per transaction. Mm -hmm. And basically, you can upload all of your items on there. Wow! You don't no longer need to create your own website. You you no longer need to uh, learn how to do WordPress. Mm -hmm. uh, save that time and allocate it towards your customers. Where now you can have all your stuff up there awesome. on Empty My Closet. You have a web link. Yeah. Um, which you can expose on your social media pages yeah. and basically 
what happens is when people go and purchase items, they will also be told like, you know, I bought a lenga today, yeah. but that lenga, hey, why not buy this jewelry from this boutique? Yeah, exactly. Or hey, why not buy um, this additional outfit? Yeah. Or hey, why not buy this for your your husband or your boyfriend? Yeah. You know, like the, yeah. it's all that aspect. The accessories that go with it. Accessories that go with it or additional outfits that might be of interest to you. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to create this platform which matches matches both personal closets with boutiques and you got an all-in-one stop mm-hmm. especially for um east indian wear um men's suits um, wow really focusing on that, on that definitely aspect, so, so the goal long term is to get subby asachi on that bad boy oh yeah absolutely <laughs> if we can yeah that'd be awesome i've been hearing that brand like crazy lately I know, too right like they're like the louis vuitton of yeah. india pretty much it right? is yeah. and and that's the thing like it sounds to me after the three pillars you mentioned amit you guys have put a lot of thought into this, right? And I want to know, was that year and a half time frame before launching, was that specifically planned out where it was like, okay, we're going to take one and a half years, whatever we got is what we have and we're going to launch it? Or did it kind of come to a point where you're like, okay, well, we reached a year and a half. We have majority of everything figured out now. We're ready for launch. And I, and I want to kind of pick your brain about what that looked like behind the scenes, just for the audience out there who can kind of testify to know when is the right time to launch. Like, do you feel like you need to have the first five years of your business planned out? And um, what, what is your take on that? Yeah, that's absolutely a, a great question. So a little bit about myself, uh, just from my background, I have a background in IT. So I have a background in software engineering. So that kind of helped me on that aspect. And I've been in the industry for about 13, 14 years, working in consulting and um, other avenues of business as yeah. well. Using all of that and coming up with this idea. This idea was fresh. I love fashion. So it was just, I you know. Tell. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just overall, like I, I, I would spend my, my nights or, or on pieces of paper trying to understand what, um, what could I do to help help the world, right? Yeah. Um, and that too on a global scale. So mm-hmm. how could I do that? And uh, one aspect was that, you know, when I started, uh, when Nan and I started, we we're sitting there and it's like, okay, what are the needs? What are the basic needs that we want to pro- provide to them? Yeah, that was buy and sell. That was essentially what it was, buy and sell, how are we going to accomplish that? Mm-hmm. Going through, like I mentioned, uh, trying to understand the history behind why nobody has done this yet, yeah. and, and why is there no real competitive market? Yeah. Um, right now, there's rentals that are out there, oh, wow. so people can rent used clothing. Okay. Um, there's a couple of those out there. Uh, there was other businesses that have tried to do what, we're, what we have accomplished yeah. now, and um, it was... There was reasons that it wasn't working. Um, yeah. Either there wasn't a succinct methodology around how to provide service, yeah. um, or there was missing gaps. Okay. Uh, it wasn't trustworthy. Yeah. And we feel we have captured those gaps very well. Great. Um, so we've we've gone through and tried to understand that. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a, a funny story around this was when we were going through it. Um, I actually tried to build a site on my own. Oh wow! Yeah, so I loaded up the, the domain name, and I was yeah. like, okay, "Let's start this. It shouldn't be too difficult." I'm trying to capture that that computer science background yeah. from from eight years ago, and trying to understand very time consuming when you are involved in other work. Absolutely, um, it's very hard to do. So yeah. I commend those developers out there; they do a great job. It's amazing, for, yeah. For how much they time do. they need to put in? Oh right? yeah. And I think that that's a good point. Just to add and put that into light, I feel like a lot of people who 
invest in getting a website done. Like they're going to go and pay somebody to do it. Yes. And then they expect it to be done in like a week. No. And they're like, oh, how hard can it be? Like this is something you specialize in. But now I'm sure I bet you from what you knew eight years later to now, yeah. there's so much more you could do into a website. So much oh, more time yeah. it takes to build into it. Right? Absolutely. Right. So, um, so we, so we went that avenue first and you know, you kind of playing around with it. You don't really like the vision wasn't there. I had a vision and it just wasn't coming okay. out. So the next step, was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to frame everything. I'm going to document every little process that I can think of mm -hmm. that, that is what's going to be suited for him to my closet. Yeah. So created a massive business case document, put that all together, okay. and I went out looking for an outsource nice. uh, developer there instead of uh, in-house. Yeah, Trying to find a low-cost methodology for it. Um, did that. Yeah. Uh, found one. Took six months of development yeah. and I got zero out of it. Oh. So that's a great lesson for me yeah. was that, you know what, sometimes when you try to alleviate a cost upfront, mm -hmm. uh, that upfront cost may not provide you with the vision that you need. Oh, I see. So, so how a, much you were willing to pay for it did not match the, the end result of what you would expect. Correct. And yeah. it wasn't something that I wanted to push out to the customer. So, so now we're about a year in now yeah. and, uh, we have the idea really hammered down. We've shared it uh, with a lot of people awesome. in the marketplace, and people are responding to it very well. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're, we're very excited about it. So, yeah. um, actually, I, I spoke to one of my colleagues, and and he had a contact here in Edmonton, yeah. and uh, we've been working with Social Media Hero, awesome. and uh, great company. If everybody's interested in Edmonton, yeah. uh, they're, they're, they're good to talk to. Solid. Uh, so we spoke with them and uh, they were able to put everything together that, yeah. that currently exists and yeah. was launched on July 1st within about four or five months. Uh, we did a lot of the, the background work prior to. Uh, it, just a note for everybody out there, if you are looking to build a web platform or, or an e-commerce solution that's going to help others um, in any way, shape, or form, yeah. any type of business. Make sure you've done your research and you know exactly what you want before you walk into a developer. Totally. It'll save you a lot of time. It's a million It'll save advice. you a lot of cost. Yeah, without um, expecting them to read your mind yeah, and yes, figure it out, exactly. really. Exactly. Right? right? So we had color schemes given to them. We had the look and feel. We had given them every business process that we needed. Great. Right? And then, then it started to expand a little bit. Then then boutiques came into play. And it was like, you know what? That's a great idea. So how are we going to incorporate that? And and that's where that, that scope started to expand a little bit, but solidify. Absolutely. Right? So we were able to pull in additional puzzle pieces that were able to fit nicely yeah. into, into Empty My Closet. And in any business, if you're trying to pull more in, make sure it fits with your current process model. Yeah. And it, it doesn't re-alter everything because when you start to re-alter everything, your business is kind of, it's not stable enough. Yes. You want to build that grass first. You want to build the base before you start to build blocks. Absolutely. Wow. So, Great point. Um, yeah. And that's what, about a year and a half later, yeah, we yeah. got Empty My Closet. Super excited. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's something that we're very passionate about. Of and course. Accessible all the time, 24 hours a day. I'm there. Uh, Nana's yeah. there. We're we're ready to help anybody. So. That's cool. And now that you mentioned Nana, we're definitely going to cross that bridge and uh, you know create conversation around what it's like to to work with your wife. And before I get in there, I do want to add to your tip because you made a really great point about outsourcing certain marketing content in which 
you are needing to grow your business or to start your business. And uh, I love what you said because I worked in that space as a marketing consultant right out of school. And you get certain people who I feel like do it right and should do it this way as opposed to those who just go to the first marketing person they talk to and believe they're going to help them out. And to add to your point, I like to say that if you are somebody who has a startup and you're going to get a website started, and to your point, you get you make sure you have the color schemes, everything down pat before you give it to the person. Go to at least three marketing developers. Absolutely, you know, right. get like get each and every single one of them to provide you a proposal. See what it is that you like about the person presenting to you. See what it is about the brand itself. See see what they've done in the past. See if it remotely relates to your specific niche market, right? Because I find that a lot of times we get so excited about our business idea and we feel like anyone who's willing to help us out, we're, we're like, okay, great, I'm on board. Yeah. You're already in the space, I trust you. And we, we kind of go off of uh, that, that gut feeling, which is good sometimes, but like just really for the audience out there, to your point, if you have like at least three people you go to yes. and then at the same time you've done everything you needed to do yeah. to, to build the business case, then you're golden. Because then from there, it's about, okay, well, which person do I like better? Because exactly. you know that you're going to be spending a lot of time with that individual. Oh, right? 100%. That's you. And, and the fact that you you need to be, know that your brand is is what you stand for. Yeah. right? You need to be able to stand on it. You know, Picture your brand being a stack of papers. Totally. You should be able to stand on it without it falling over. Yeah. And, and if you can do that, then you can go to that developer and be like, I need this done. Nice. Saves you money, saves you time, saves yeah. you headaches. Like just, just I like do that. It that. Yeah. Way. Have the answers already to yourself of how you want your brand to look. Yeah. Right. And your business to run. Yeah, absolutely. Right? That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. So next topic. So for those people who might not know or have an idea, you are running into my closet with your wife Nana. Yes. And as you've already mentioned, she's kind of the one who, you know, had this idea of not wanting to keep clothes that she no longer likes to wear and then you came in to, to see how it can be monetized. I wanna know for for those out there who believe and debate the topic of, oh, you know what, you, you keep your wife and you keep your business separate, right? You have your personal life, you have your business, you know, life life is dandy all the way. But then there's other people such as yourself who are living a life of blending it together to showcase that you could still have a beautiful relationship from what I see on social media and seeing how cute you guys look together. And Nana's behind the scenes, by the way, so she's she's smiling away <laughs> while I'm saying this. I can't say anything wrong, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't no, tell exactly. <laughs> And I just want to know, like, how do you guys make it work? How, as a relationship, where you know you're going to be now seeing your wife way more often and you're building a business with her, how do you manage growing a business with her and then being her husband at the same time? It's a wonderful question, and I'm going to take a step back and uh, a, l- a little bit about uh, my personal life. For sure. um, past 20 years, uh, I've seen my mom and dad uh, work side by side, eight hours a day, six days a week. Nice. And uh, I've seen their their love grow for one another, and uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I think that actually helped me want to. Um, uh, work as a business partner with my wife, mm-hmm. and I think um, something for for the audience out there. It's actually very rewarding. Um, it's something that we're accomplishing step by step together. Awesome. Uh, you're you're taking a step together. You're you're achieving something. You yeah. can relish in each other's accomplishment, right? Uh, sometimes in in careers, uh, one another you can't really 
understand one another's career from a professional perspective yeah. as much as you can when you're together in a business. Very true. Right? So that's that's something that we kind of step on, or I, I do especially, is, is it's really fun to to accomplish something. We, we you know, designed the site together. We sat down, thought about the business processes together, spent those hours together mm-hmm. trying to understand how can we make this market um, worthwhile? How yeah. can we help the customer? Of course. And in doing so, um, I believe that um, from a business perspective, Nana and I have, have really um, started to understand. I understand certain aspects about social media that I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, because Nana is very social media heavy. Of course. Whereas Nana's kind of understood from my a economics perspective or from a web development perspective. Totally. Right. So we're we're growing each other individually. Yeah. But we're also growing together. Wow. And I think um, I think that's that's one of the biggest reasons why we do enjoy each other. Definitely. Now keeping our relationship and our business yeah. apart is also um, a little bit of a challenge. Definitely. Right? So you're when you get together for dinner, you really want to just talk about <laughs> how can we make sure we don't talk about empty my closet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. right? How do you, how do you ensure that you're not just focused on business and yeah. i feel like um especially in the last couple of weeks uh I, we've i have personally learned a little bit about how i need to calm down a little bit yeah because it's yeah. it's so heavy on you know uh what we were here for your second four uh podcast yeah. just a couple of weeks ago and and but learning a lot from that too is just like you know you can have you have two types of drives one you drive and you keep going till 4 a.m wake up at six keep going keep going or you try to find that balance, yes. right? You keep your health in check, you keep your your relationships in check, you keep the business in check, definitely, and and you'll you'll be much happier. Yeah. And uh, so it's been a couple of weeks in, but I'm starting to understand what needs to be balanced. Where? That's how fun. do you schedule yourself? Yeah, it keeps you busy, but yeah. it's it's important to do that. Definitely. And I feel like uh, you know, um, Nana and I, Nana has definitely helped me on that aspect, and For she's sure. and she's kind of reeled me back in a little bit, and it's better, um, I'm more controlled. Uh, I feel like Empty My Closet is still growing the way it should, and um, yeah, uh, everything for us is is, is great. Um, awesome. It doesn't mean that you need to have your wife separate from your business. Yeah. You can't collaborate together. Collaborate is so, collaboration, I feel like, is so important. Yeah. Be it with, with colleagues, um, anybody, uh, yeah. with your, your own family members. Totally. When you collaborate, you grow. That creativity, this world, this day and age, it's all about collaboration. So true. Right? It's not about... Standing there, walking through through the desert on your own, you're yeah. not going to accomplish anything. That's you're you're going to be running around in circles. So. Yeah, I love that concept, right? Yeah. I kind of look at that in, uh, you know, one of the seven habits of highly effective people. Yes. I think about think win win, right? No yeah. matter what conversation you even have with someone, how how can I give them a little piece of me, and how can they give me a piece of themselves? Exactly. And even in doing business with one another, there's that you you bring collaboration more to life than anyone else who's willing to collaborate with you know their life partner to do business together, right? Yeah. And I want to know, is there anything that you guys have maybe put out into the light to be like, you know what, here's the boundaries we're going to set? Or are you guys just rolling with the punches? Mostly roll with the punch- punches. Yeah. I, I don't feel like we've ever created a boundary and be like, yeah. at this time, we're no longer going to be speaking about yeah. it. Because your, your mind is just wandering all the time. So it's what true. if you have an idea or a great yeah. thought, I love right? And, and it could be with our relationship. Yeah. It could be planning a trip. Or Definitely. it could be... Um, with the business, right? Definitely. You don't want to um, kind of push that aside, yeah. and then you're you're kind of stuck where you know Nana may have an idea, and then she's like, you know what? It's not the right time. Yeah, it's always the right time. Yeah, it could like be that. four a.m. It's the right time. Definitely. Yeah, you're dreaming about something. Babe, wake, wake up. up! I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of the night. <laughs> wake up! I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Go That's work awesome. Now, right? Yeah. Because 
I, I don't know. It, it's that Eureka aspect, right? If you go back to, to, to that um, day and age, it's that Eureka could come at any point in time. Yeah. You, you could be anywhere. What's this concept, sorry? It's Eureka. A Eureka you know, yeah. like, um, I don't know if it's Einstein or... or uh, it's basically like where you're kind of you know in a zone. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, and you wake go. up, it's a quick trigger. It's the light, right? Nice. So essentially, that's what it is. Definitely. But, um, yeah, it could happen at any point That's in time. neat. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. See, I like that. Yeah. And when I see what, you know, you two are doing to, to see how you specialize in a particular thing that's so different from what Nana is doing and then to see what she specializes in. It's neat how you guys have taken something you're both interested in, which is fashion. I see how both of you are very fashionable <laughs> individuals and you guys fuel it towards a project together. So I think that's super cool that you guys are doing that. And uh, that in a way shows that you guys are, are role models for our generation really, for millennials to see that it's possible to do. Right, because I, I grew up with that too, man. Like my parents, they they ran and owned business together with Laser Shear and Acne Clinic, and mm-hmm. I just I saw the good and I saw the bad, right? And that's why I'm so curious about the subject now, where I feel like it's it's up to our generation now, where there's more equality, yeah. where like you do believe that you know what, both have something to bring to the table, and it's it's very fifty fifty, and you have to be able to uh, make make decisions and ensure that those decisions that are being made are going to the better the business, but also ensure that both are on the same page. And I want to know uh, if there's a time in your past, Amit, with Nana, with the business, where it was like a, a glorified decision-making process that was made, and you guys realized that uh, it, was, it was a healthy debate, it was something that both you came to the conclusion of in making, and it, it, it in a way, helped you guys grow as a couple. Huh. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's a good question. Actually, yeah, there's been a lot of, a lot of decisions that have been made um, over the course of, of the development of the project, yeah. and there's also a lot of decisions that are being made as we continue to go day by day. Um, I think some of it was around the development of um, the process or the, or the site itself, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like uh, certain aspects I get stuck on. Totally. And I'm a very like a type of person, right? So it's it's it's. Um, I like to lead. I like to think things through as many avenues as I can possible before I even approach somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, Nana has really helped me on that aspect where she brings in that insight right away. Totally. And it's kind of like, you know what? Wait, wait one second before you go down four different rabbit holes. Let's look at this other idea, this other cloud that, that's there. And um, that actually helped um, alleviate some of the some of the, the issues that we were coming across before it was released to the public. So, that's awesome. Um, I appreciate that, and I think that helped grow and solidify our love for emptying my closet. Yeah. Um, it helped solidify our relationship, too. I think nice. when you resolve issues, be it personal or be professional, mm-hmm. it's going to help solidify your relationship regardless. Definitely. Right. So we've been married for two and a half years now, right? nice. coming close to three. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I feel like I know her better than herself, and yeah, I, awesome. I feel like it's going to get better and better. Definitely. So let's segue that now, you know, now that we've learned so much about how you guys operate in, in running a business together, uh, you know, I, I feel like I've already mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it again, whether it was on or off camera, you know, I look at you guys as a couple online and I, I love it, man. Like you oh, guys, you, you guys exude love. You guys actually appear to be, you know, especially being like a South Asian couple and in this generation, you guys, you know, are willing to showcase what love really looks like and, and how you guys can achieve certain things together, you know, and I want to kind of speak to the audience out there who, um, you know, are married, are, are newly married, and are East Indian, or, or aren't, right? And 
if you could kind of give some certain healthy tips and tricks of, of what makes you continue to, to feel this way two and a half years in a marriage, as well as being in a business together, and, and what are some things that you feel like you two do really well on to ensure that you guys are, are, are keeping a healthy, loving relationship? So I'd say tip number one uh, is to be real with yourself, yeah. uh, to really love yourself. Uh, if you can love yourself, you can love somebody else. Yeah. Um, I think we both carry that. Uh, very importantly, uh, we do things for ourselves. We um, ensure that we get to accomplish something that's personal to ourselves every day. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you can actually provide something to somebody else. Totally. And and that helps us keep our bond strong. Mm -hmm. uh, there's certain days, you know, everybody has a bad day. Certain days I may not feel up to par, she may not feel, and we've, we've gone through that. And yeah. I think everybody, every couple does, every newly married couple does, where you're trying to find that key balance, you're trying to understand one another, and I yeah. think we went through that as well. Um, it just solidifies over time. That's that's yeah. that's all I can say. Give it time, give it understanding. Always go to, go to each other um, in your happiest, your saddest moments. Um, you know, unfortunately, I went through a, a difficult time just recently, and uh, my wife was there. Um, yeah. She was there through it all. And, Definitely. Um, I couldn't thank her enough for it. Yeah, so I think uh, things like that, um, unfortunately, do help um, build that bond and, yeah. and, and build that strength. Definitely. Uh, be a pillar for your loved one, and she'll be a pillar for you. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, yeah, from a business perspective, it's the same thing. Uh, you may be working as a business partner, right? But you, you have respect for one another. And I, yeah. my dad has always told me is respect Give as much respect as you can to somebody, and you will earn that respect. Yeah. And I do that both in Empty My Closet yeah. and in uh, my family business that I operate as well. I love that. Right. Yeah, I know that's fantastic. And yeah. you know what? I love how you mentioned that because if, if everyone can just kind of go back to grade one and you remember <laughs> that golden rule written up on the board and it says, treat others how you want to be treated, I, I think about that. And even the other day, I was just... I was researching quotes. This is something I've been doing lately. Really, I read yeah. a quote, and it's from a book that I, I have read, okay. or it's from someone who I highly am inspired by, and I'll just slap it on my Instagram, right? But it's something to me personally, whether people know that or not, I, I find that it's something that once upon a time in my life I've read, yeah. and now I'm recognizing again, and as I'm getting older, it just, it, it, it's, it's so much more valuable. Because right. you, as you become an adult, you kind of be like, oh, this makes way more sense now, right? Yeah. And even to kind of go off on a tangent, I talked about that with uh, Omid today. And we were talking about how, you know, you, you read a book in your teenage years or when you were younger and then you read it again or you hear a quote from it yeah. and you're like, oh, I, I, I've lived this now and I get it. So this kid had me come across something similar to the respect thing where there was multiple different religions, uh, you know, Buddhism, Sikhism, uh, you know, religions of, uh, you know, Muslim faith, Hinduism, all of it. And every single one of them had a specific quote from whoever their prophet or leader or God is. Yeah. And every single one remotely said everything about respect others, how you want to be respected. Exactly. And it just goes to show that when you could just go back to the idea of not putting so many walls between you and others, and you look at someone as a human, and you understand that, hey, this is somebody who's paying their bills too. This yeah. is somebody who has a wife or a husband too. This is somebody who's just getting up every day, getting after it, to put food on the table, to enjoy exactly. the life they're living. And if everyone just lived more like that, I, I swear to God, we'd have less conflict. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I right? think this world would be completely different. Yeah. Right? No, so definitely. We'd be living in a different type of world, but uh, definitely respect whoever you speak to. Absolutely. Um, um, I, I think that's the best way you build relationships, Yeah. Uh, be it business or personal. So, For sure. Yeah. You could be anywhere, Amit, in the world to grow Empty My Closet. So why are you in Edmonton? 
<laughs> great question. <laughs> and I feel so, like this is probably so, a lot of truth to this. This is, this is a great question, right? So <laughs> yeah. I, I'm an Edmontonian uh, by heart. I, awesome. I'm, I'm born and raised here. Uh, I did leave the city for, for a little while yeah. uh, to go do some school and, cool. and to go uh, kind of find my path uh, for a few years uh, yeah. doing consulting and, and traveling and living out of a suitcase. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I just I, I, I came back here. Yeah. Um, I married a beautiful woman from California. Kelly's nice. uh, right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, believe it or not, I can't believe it's only like three hours down below and it's like yeah. super hot. Right? I wish Tell that weather that. was up here, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's our winters, not, man, right? our winters, our winters are brutal. <laughs> but the rest of it is good. Um, yeah, I, I have a large family here. Nice. Uh, we got like a hundred family members living in the city. Sweet. So wow. uh, big parties. Always that entertained. Happen. That's Always wicked. Entertained. I thought I had a big family. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. And. Uh, yeah, I just feel like, uh, you know, from a business perspective, I feel like Edmonton, my closets and Edmonton alone, Edmonton's a great hub to, to grow a technological or a business of any type. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of businesses growing here and there's a lot of growth happening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I want Edmonton to be put on the map and I want it to become a global entity. Awesome. Uh, I actually was having an interview with Goodwill uh, not yeah. too long ago. Nice. I was telling them how... We, we've partnered with Goodwill, actually, to, for donations. Sweet. And uh, Goodwill was quite surprised as to this is not just a local business. It's actually a global business. So yeah. what we're trying to do is, yeah, we pull in um, items from the U.S. and Canada right now to mm-hmm. sell. However, we, 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 we let buyers from the world buy from us. Mm-hmm. And later, we're actually thinking about things later uh, this year early next year mm-hmm. something called Empty My Closet International yeah. so that's going to be so everybody uh, globally can sell um, a lot of thought process and that's also in the forefront of my mind just like you know I, the last year and a half yeah. think about how we can launch this Absolutely. how I'm going to grow this is the next step right yeah. and um, so that's that's another thought and I just feel like if I can somehow put Edmonton on the map as well, and, and so many other businesses have, but yeah. I, I feel like Empty My Closet has an opportunity to do that too. That's awesome. So, so why not? I love that. So. No, there you go. See, I mean, if Edmonton was a person, they'd be smiling ear to ear right now <laughs> after yeah. hearing that, you know? They're like, oh, you want to put me across the map? That's amazing. <laughs> right? I love it, man. And let's kind of, uh, let's work our way into the hot seat round. Okay. okay. So this is something I like to do with most of our guests now. I'm trying to make it more of a habit. Yeah. And it's... Segwaying into really you as a person, you as uh, somebody with everything that makes you who you are to this day. Uh, just quick, rapid-fire questions. Uh, certainly, we'll we'll get started with the first one, and it is who who are who's one of your biggest influencers and why? Um, I have two biggest influencers. One is my father. Yeah. And another one is Manny Bega. Nah, he lives here. He's yeah. my first cousin. So, no way. Yeah, he Manny Bega, man. One of the biggest realtors <laughs> in the city. I love and it. He is one of my biggest mentors. Wow. Um, he helps push the envelope on me. Uh, he checks in on me every couple of days. We always have some meetings. Awesome. Uh, we always discuss about that stuff. So those are a couple of my biggest mentors um, from an influencer perspective. Um, I'm the type of person that I actually have a, an internal fire. Uh, there's a passion that grows within me. I see that. I've never really truly had a like you know um other influencers push me it's it's yeah. going more mentorship than, than influence so okay definitely i kind of push myself yes so that's wherever i want to go nice yeah, yeah how do you find the right mentor that's a good question i uh, i think finding the right mentor you have to be able to communicate i think communication is so key yeah. uh there has to be an understanding of one another mm-hmm. you have to 
to see where you want to go. If you're heading in that direction, that person can lead you that that way. Definitely. Um, always look for somebody that uh, is smarter from from you, from in layman's terms, smarter than you. Yeah. Somebody that can teach you. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be sitting around with somebody that knows as much as you do or or uh, can't really direct you in a way. Definitely. So um, look for experienced people. I, I love that. Yeah, that's, no, that's fair. Somebody who you feel like is already done what you hope to achieve in their own space. Exactly. Essentially, right? Yeah. It's fantastic. And having a mentor like Manny Baga, that's, oh, you're yes. doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, next question is, what do you feel like you do that is essentially your creative outlet? So for example, right? Like for me, I, you know, I, I do this podcast in a way, but also, you know, we, we have our nine to five, but then for me, I love jujitsu. That's what I need to nice. do every day yeah. to, to stay, to, to keep my, my normalcy, right? Like to, yeah. to stay level headed. So for you, what is it that you do that maybe it's still exactly reflecting empty my closet, but, um, what is something else that maybe we don't know that we haven't shown? Yeah. My, um, I have a few things actually. I, I keep myself busy with one is, is the workouts. Uh, I, I like to, to go to the gym. Uh, running. I can tell, man. He's got <laughs> I need to get him bigger. Right? <laughs> totally. Uh, the gym, uh, hockey is a huge passion of mine. Awesome. Love to yell at the TV or go to the, go watch the Oilers play. Hopefully, yeah. their new season's going to do better than it was Hopefully. last season. Hopefully, cross their fingers. Um, yeah, so, you know, hockey, gym, awesome. working out, uh, laughing. I love laughing. Um, nice. That's anything good. you can do. And believe it or not, I love to watch friends every day. I, I, even now, like, nice. I don't know. I know, like, I just love watching Friends. For yeah. some reason, it's a, a creative outlet, or if it's yeah. an outlet for me, for some reason, it's just always on. <laughs> who, who, that's a, yeah, that's a feel-good moment right yeah. there. Who on that show? Because I like watching Friends, too. <laughs> Who's your favorite character that you feel like strongly represents who you are? Oh, uh, that's a good one. I'd say I, Ross would probably be the one. Nice. I was going to guess very, Ross. Just very structured <laughs> and very, like, you know... Uh, level-headed, relaxed. Level-headed, relaxed, but... Uh, I do find Joey, Joey to be the funniest. Nice, um, I love and it. Chandler, a little bit of Joey too. A little bit of Joey. Slightly there. Joey. <laughs> maybe, maybe not the ladies' part anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. See, you have to make sure we made that point, right? Yeah. <laughs> and what else do I got? You know, I was curious to know because you, you seem like somebody who's well spoken. You seem like someone who you know you've done your research. You have a mentor. Are there any books out there, Amit, that you've you've read in your past time? And it could be more than one. I don't want to just narrow it down to one thing. Uh, that you feel like was it was a game changer for you? Like you feel yeah. like people got to read that book because Absolutely. it helped you. There's a, there's a few. Um, I I think one of the biggest books for me was the Tipping Point. Um, I don't remember the author by off by a chance, but the Tipping Point was was a very interesting read. Um, okay. I, I'd say that one was a very good one. Uh, I'm putting me on a spot here, trying to go back now. Yeah. Um, what was the Tipping Point about? The Tipping really? Point was more about um, understanding, uh, you know. Your perception, uh, understanding that if you look at, for example, this light, is it is it real or is it not? Is it fake? Mm-hmm. How do you read people? How do you understand um, what's good for you? Of course. Um, I think I think those were the main main kind of keys and concepts. I remember one excerpt from the book. Uh, they brought in uh, the statue. Um, I think. Um, Michael's, Michael's David, Michael's, Michael's uh, David, or Michelangelo, Mike, maybe? maybe Michelangelo. Anyways, yeah. statue. Okay. Uh, judging based based on whether it's not real or fake, mm-hmm. and your gut instinct. So yeah. they had the statue sitting there, 
and they bring in random people and they ask them, why do you think it's real or why do you think it's fake? Yeah. And it's just this gut instinct telling you and people would be like, oh, you know, the shape of it or the lighting of it or oh, okay. it just look, doesn't look Whether it's real. like a real person or not? No, whether or not it's the real statue or not. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Yeah. So based on artists. Wow. And, um, it's just this, you know, using your gut to know that something is, is true. And I'll That's connect neat. that with Empty My Closet. Yeah. For some reason, this this concept and idea is coming to fruition, but there's there's a fire inside myself that, yeah. that is telling me that keep pushing because this is going to grow into something Yeah, else. like this needs to be put out there. Yeah, it needs to go. And 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 that's where that's coming from, like that gut instinct. And I feel I like The Tipping Point was a great, great book for that. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's fantastic, man. Let's uh, bring it down to the final last question, which we ask all of our guests, all okay? Right. Um, for everybody out there who... Uh, you know, has been on the show, including yourself. We on the team of the second floor believe that you you emulate the second floor mentality, right? And what that really is, uh, metaphorically, is you are somebody who clearly with Empty My Closet, with everything else that makes you who you are, Amit, you are just a step above the rest, right? You're on the second floor. You're, you're just above the foundation. And you have certain characteristics about you and, and ideas that you've put into the world that have allowed you to just feel like a step ahead. Mm-hmm. Right, and and I want to know what is it about yourself that you find uh, it makes you a part of being on the second floor. Like, what is it that you feel you you have done, and that you can have others make sure that they do as kind of like a token of of information and advice to allow them to eventually be where where you are right now. Yeah. What what is the information that you feel that you need to give them? So there's, there's a few aspects I'd say. Um, if I if I look back, I was never um, before at a second floor type of mentality. Okay. Um, in the beginning, I was, you know, uh, years ago, it was it was more trying to find yourself. Um, I, I I feel like trying to find yourself was a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get to that point where you really believe in who you are, uh, really, you know, you don't need others to respect you. You give respect. You, you, you don't need others to trust you. You, you trust others. Uh, you need to have that self-confidence in yourself, that belief. Um, that will help you push yourself to the next level. And I know it's very philosophical and, and there's no right answer of how to do it, but I feel like that core, um, if you have a solid core within yourself, mm-hmm. you can actually be able to get to that second floor. Awesome. Um, even now, I, I, I don't know everything. I, I, I'm still walking, you know, by the seat of my pants and, and, and trying to understand how um, I can make my business better. How can I make myself better? How can I make myself um, from a personal goals, relationship goals, how can I keep bettering myself? Yeah. Keep pushing that envelope because that will help you get to that second floor. Um, you know, I, I may be, you know, thank you for telling me that I, I, I'm on the second floor. It makes, yeah. you know, it's, it's very kind Absolutely. of you. But uh, yeah, like I, I, I just keep, wake up every day, wake up motivated, um, jump out of that bed and, and, and kill it. Definitely. And, and, and go, go to bed accomplished. Uh, one of I the biggest that. things I do, and, and just for the public, is if you feel overwhelmed or don't know where you're going uh, in life, take that five minutes in the morning and, and write your tasks down. Nice. Write your top three that you want to accomplish for the day yeah. and everything else. I love it. You know, your, your, your high important ones, your, your low important ones, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Make sure one includes something with health. Yeah. Make sure one includes something with, with your relationship, if you have one, or or something um, that'll make you that you'll enjoy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be long, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, whatever. Yeah. And um, uh, tasks that you need to accomplish. Wow. Make every day your your 
oyster. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Like live as if it's like your last day where you oh, know it's going to be something man, accomplishing. Because you right? never know where life will take you. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Emmett. I yeah. really appreciate that. I just want to recognize the fact that, you know, I appreciate you being somebody who really showcases that you have to be real with yourself yeah. right because if you're not real with yourself it's gonna it's gonna rub off on your business it's gonna rub off your relationship uh you know have people surrounding around yourself in your life who who want to grow and want to see you achieve everything that you need and, and you're somebody who clearly exemplifies that you can't do it alone yeah. right who better than your own wife your life partner to create such an amazing idea such as empty my closet which i know for a fact that, you know, in, in given time, however long it's going to take, it's going to be world-renowned. Oh, We're going to get Rihanna on that bad boy. <laughs> we will. Then, then I'm going to relaunch this episode. Right? <laughs> yeah. so it'll be fantastic. And uh, I want to take the time to recognize that, uh, you know, for me anyway and for you, Amit, I, I, I dedicate this episode actually to uh, Amit's father. And, you know, he's somebody who I, I personally know my condolences to you and your family Thank for, you so much. for his passing. I and, that. you know, I bet you right now he's watching over you and he's damn proud of everything that you've done. Yeah. Miss him every day, but uh, yeah. I'm very proud of who he was. He's oh, a absolutely. loving father, and he'll always be with me. So. Definitely, man. Yeah. You're the man. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so man. much for that having was me. That amazing. No yeah. problem. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening. There it is, bro. Oh, wow. That was, that was amazing, that was dude. So good. That was, that was so that was good, man. So you killed it, man. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, no, man. You, that was really good. Please, yeah, for sure. <laughs>